Hey kids, ready for some more Cinemastrophe? This is just a reminder that this is episode 17, even though it says 20. Remember to turn all the lights on when you're listening and don't sit too close to the TV. Come on. Ah, Stevens. Just the man I wanted to see. Those the mission cadets? Uh, it's Reed, sir, and yes, they are, sir. Right, right, right. Sorry about that. Oh, don't just stand there. Show me what you got. Yes, sir. First we have William Sachs. Recently lost his whole life due to a tragedy. He scored very well on our focus groups with the down-on-their-luck blue-collar workers, alcoholic, and problem gamblers. They see this mission as a feel-good comeback story for him. And everyone loves an underdog. Who's next, Jensen? It's Reed, sir. What'd I say? Jensen, sir. Well, that's your last name, isn't it? No, sir. Next we have Thomas Jason. He's gay and scored very well with the LBGT demographic. Everybody always uses the gays. How about we use a lesbian instead? It was seen as a sexist PR way to get straight men interested into the program. What about one of those binary people? Non-binary? It was seen as a cop-out to the LBGT group quality issues. Well, whatever makes the alphabet people happy. Next we have Dan Hankers, ex-Marine. Good, a military man. It's always good to have one in the crew. Shows America is peaceful and eager to learn, but strong. Yes, sir. Next we have Nellie Rugen, the team doctor. What group does she score well on? None, sir. We just needed a doctor. Oh. Julie Myers, wife, mother of two, the crew's botanist. She scored very well with the family demographic. Why do they need a botanist? In case they need to grow potatoes, like in that movie, The Martian. Did we give them potatoes? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Melon. He's a black guy and a highly devoted Christian. Two birds with one stone. Excellent work, Williams. It's Reed, sir. Okay, Richard, run me through the plan once more. Close enough. It's a year and a half Mars surface mission. But we're not actually going to send them to Mars. No, sir. They'll be sent to a fake Mars station built in Antarctica. Why Antarctica? Because, sir. You will then run a series of stress tests to see how they respond. But we're really just psychologically torturing them. Correct, sir. Then we let them out, and they report about their experience. And what exactly are we supposed to learn from this simulation? That's the beauty, sir. We don't have to learn anything. As long as we have a program running by the end of the year, we get to keep our funding. And the suckers will never know. Brilliant! Well, Connors, looks like you thought of everything. I don't see anything going wrong. <laughs> now he's just doing it. <laughs> What are we supposed to be doing here for a year and a half? Collecting fake fucking Mars rocks. Fucking bullshit! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks and geeks, worms and germs, and welcome to Cinemastrophe's Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Tahi LaRocco, a.k.a. Don Perignon, a.k.a. Fish, a.k.a. The Doctor, a.k.a. Logan, a.k.a. half a dozen other names I went through over the years. With me is my co-host, the woman who knows the name and use of every pipe in her bathroom at this point, Miss Robin Dubois. Did you say your name was Fish once? Yes, yes it was. Is there a story behind there? There is. But I'm not going to tell it today. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll tell it later. How was your week? I already have a list of stuff to go through. A drag. It was nice at some point because this weather has been phenomenal. Like being outside. Actually, no. It was a decent week. Still carless, but it was a pretty decent week with activities, outdoor. Ugh, loved being in the sun. Actually, yeah, it was pretty warm this weekend until today. Mm-hmm, right, that cold breeze. But it's dealable. And now for something completely different. Well, I guess we'll start with some updates. Uh, update on Lady Gaga's dog story. Did you hear about what happened? No, I didn't see that. So, apparently... The woman turned the dogs in and said she found them tied to a tree. Uh-huh. Which goes back to what I originally said. Well, this was a racket these guys would run. Stealing people's dogs and then selling them off. And then when they saw that news report with Lady Gaga, it was like, oh, shit. And just left the dog somewhere. You know, I, I can believe that. I totally, like, you know, not, wow, that's so, I mean... Little did they know, they left a slew of physical evidence and fingerprints all over the place. DNA evidence. Well, I I don't know. She got the award? I don't know that for sure. That's just what they say on TV. Mm, Got it. That's always what it is. Oh, you left all this DNA evidence. (laughs) Uh, The guy's recovering too, by the way. (laughs) I just like, just like, whatever with that guy. Yeah, so that was the thing with the dogs. Yeah, it's a it's a racket that they were running. If they were smart, they got the fuck out of town afterwards. Just just leave and don't come back. Wow, what dingle back? Uh, what else? Oh, also, yes, I made a mistake last week. I kept saying Captain Grimes. It's Sam Vimes from the Watch. What part of that? What'd you say? What part was that when you said that? The pirate. The ah. construction worker. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, I kept call. I called him Captain Grimes, but it's Sam Vimes. You can see why I made the mistake. Vimes does rhyme with Grimes. a legit dingy pirate, though. But I sent the picture to Robin. <laughs> it was pretty close. That's the ironic thing. Like, I'm like the rugged face, just that he didn't have the long hair. And the ponytail, that's it. Oh, man. If you can find, just Google Sam Vibes of the Watch. And you'll see exactly who we're talking about. How this guy looked, according to Robin. And if you can find a clip of him walking. (laughs) He walks like he has a bad leg. (laughs) Oh, and he's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Did you hear about Bill Nye suing uh, Disney? What? Where? I did not see that anywhere. It's not. It, 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 this is like. This is like. I don't. I don't know if they just had a verdict or this was sometime last year, but they started playing Bill Nye's episodes on uh, Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. Disney was giving him. I think uh like twenty percent for um which call it what do you call it um ah uh, begins with an R what the hell's the name of it reruns no we're not reruns the, the money you get uh rap the money you get for yeah sh- I, um, 
dang it, what's the word? Um, not reparation. Uh, I know, I know, Jane. Damn it. But can we, we know what you mean? Uh huh. They're giving only 20%. Royalties. Royalties, yeah. He was getting 20% royalty checks, right? I was not going to continue until I remember what the hell the name of that thing was. He was getting 20% royalty checks. So he tried to sue. Well, he didn't try. He sued Disney because he felt he should get 50%, which was he was getting for um, his show being run on syndication. Mm -hmm. It was split 50-50. Their argument was, and the judge agreed with them, that streaming networks is a progression of DVD and Blu-ray sales and home video sales. Therefore, he shouldn't get 50% because it's not syndication. He should get 20% like he would for DVDs and and video sales. Oh. Yeah, so <clears throat> if that continues, if like more, judge start, more judges start to agree with that notion, and it makes sense. You know, it's not the same as television. For one thing, television's free. But if a lot of other judges start agreeing with that, that's that uh, statement that is the natural progression of DVD and home video sales, then a lot of people are going to have to start playing royalties that they weren't paying. <laughs> mm. Because there's no, there was no definite, uh, no, um, what's the word? Definitive. There was no definitive description of where DVD, I mean, uh, where streaming lies. It was just a media platform. But no one ever said, was it like DVD sales? Was it like television? Was it like movies? That was the thing. But if more judges start agreeing with that statement that it is the natural progression of DVD and home video sales, yeah, a lot of people are going to have to start paying royalties because they didn't see uh, streaming network as anything that they needed to pay royalties on. Because mm. it wasn't in a defined category. But yeah, all because of Bill Nye and the science guy. And I heard about that. I thought it was funny because we just saw him in Bliss. <laughs> That's what made me want to bring that. I was like, oh, yeah, we just, and then I happened to hear about that. I'm like, really? <laughs> just saw this guy like two weeks ago. You know, I'm surprised it's been like this is the first time it's being like going to the courts for anything of the sort. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> Disney, considering it's such, it most, owns mostly everything, it's going to be in the news for a lot of different things. Oh, man. So, Miss Dubois, please tell me, what is your obsession with sex in these movies? I feel, you know, are I you not getting enough it. at home? No, I like do I do I have to, to buy you a special gift from Adams and Eve? No, you definitely do not. Like <laughs> thinking of Tentacle, because I was just t- telling someone uh, a movie that we watched Tentacle on the podcast, and then off no. the rip. No, it's not. It wasn't did. just Tentacle. It, it was Tentacle. I, it was Fatal Affair. It was it's funny how I already forgot that. <laughs> I fast it was the nocturne and those are the only ones i could think of on hand you like focus on 
the sex scenes and then want to tell them in specific detail. Because it is interesting, but it'd be <laughs> Now it's interesting. It's interesting, but it'd be dragging out. I literally fast forward. I'd be like, okay, once it's like more than five seconds in, okay. And it drags out ten seconds. I just fast forward through. I'm like, okay, all right. Every movie we've reviewed that had sex scenes, you tr- you try to give every single detail going on in that scene. Do I? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's funny. The nocturne, and then she's like, and I want to know. She says she a virgin, but I don't think so because she flipped him over like she like she knew what she was doing. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, no one cares. Well, listen here. There are people who care. You there obviously care, exactly. I observed that. I'm like, yeah, virgin my ass. If you went back and actually listened, you'd be like, you know what? Maybe he should order me that gift from Adam and Eve. Mm, now I get should it. We... I'm like, wait, what is he talking about? Like, you forgot oh, about Adam and Eve? They still exist? No, not Adam and Eve. Should we review a porno so you can get your fix? No, thank you, Bob. No, thank you. Oh, man. I did not go with you meant last week. Because <laughs> there was nothing to go into last week. <laughs> we did come into America too last week. There's no sex in that. Yeah, yeah. Was that a trick question? Because there dead was sex in that. No, there wasn't. You remember when he was describing his. Uh, yeah, uh, and he was talking about getting hit by a ram. Yeah. There was no sex yeah, scene in that. <laughs> That was not a sex scene. That was her slamming his head back and forth. That was that's not a sex scene. I'm talking about when there's an actual sex scene on the screen. I'm like, well, technically that was a sex scene. That wasn't a sex scene. I didn't know if that was a trick question. You might as well say the bathing girl scene was a sex scene too. Or in this case, the bathing guy. (laughs) Ow. Just hit my tooth with my beer bottle. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, buddy, that's how you chip a tooth. Oh, man. Oh. Wow, I really didn't do anything this weekend. <laughs> I was editing all weekend. Although, I don't understand why people always want to tell me their troubles. Oh, my God. Someone is online group, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's just one of those, um, fuck it. I don't care if this guy hears this, but anyway, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, you know, those broadcasting, uh, sites. Mm-mm. All right. So it's, it's, it's kind of like, that's the best way to describe this. It's kind of like, um, live vlogs. That's what it's like. It's like a live vlog. Go on there. You talk to people. They write to you in chat. You answer them. Some people do talent. Some people just have conversations. Some people dance, blah, blah, blah. Some, some people just stand there looking pretty, hoping people give them gifts. That type of thing. Ooh. So 
I go on there for conversation. <laughs> if I go on there and I find someone I have a good conversation with, having fun talking with them, it's cool. I keep coming back. I gift them because it's a source of entertainment. It's like, it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you tip your waitress. It's like that. You know, you, you sat there, had a good conversation, had some fun, made a bunch of jokes, cracked up. It's socializing without going outside because it's COVID out there. Unfortunately, some people get way too attached on this thing. <laughs> I was in this girl's broadcast and she was a cool person. So, you know, I kept coming back. We kept talking, blah, blah, blah. We joke around, have a good time. And this one guy, I met him in there. So we kind of became sort of friends because, you know, I would say a joke. He'd get on the joke, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. So one day I'm in another broadcaster's room. We're same thing, having fun, joking around, whatever. He comes in, we start talking again, blah blah blah. Next thing I know, <laughs> I'm getting DMs from him talking about how the other broadcaster that I first met him in is, is blocking him now. <laughs> no, no, no. Even before that, when he came in the other, the, 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 when he came in the second broadcaster's room that I was in, right? He's asking me, please don't tell you saw me in here. And I'm just like, it's none of my business who you're gifting, <laughs> who you're gifting and whose, whose broadcast you go in. What do I care? That's <laughs> not nothing to do with me. It's not my problem. So then he's like, oh, okay, cool, bro. Cool. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with some of these people sometimes? I thought that was the end of it. Later that night, I'm getting DMs talking about how the first broadcaster that I had met him with is blocking him and he's all upset about it because he spent all these gifts somehow. I'm just like, what the what? fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Why the fuck is he telling me all this? <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, I was just, oh, I gave like, I don't know, I think it was like, I don't even know, some, some large amount. <laughs> some large amount that he gave. He's like, oh, she wants to be with some millionaire gift, but it's okay. And then it's like broken English. So I'm like reading this. I'm like, why does he think I care? And this one on, I, I put my phone down. And when I woke up, I had like 40 messages or something like that. <laughs> okay, maybe it wasn't 40. Maybe it was like 14 messages or something like that. I remember a four, and it wasn't four. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God, dude. No wonder she blocked your ass. You're fucking annoying. <laughs> Don't care. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it possible? Yes. But like, you really shouldn't even like, consider it if unless you've been talking to that person for like six or seven months or something like jesus christ man. I, I bet you he was like talking to her for like a week <laughs> and all of a sudden was head over heels for her like jesus christ dude it's not real it's not real life it's virtual reality we'll get too attached too easily Oh, God. Next damn, time it's some so mommy annoying. issues or daddy issues. <laughs> I don't know. I just know it was so fucking annoying. <laughs> like, whatever, man. 
Don't touch it. Don't trust any fleshers. I don't know what this dude was saying. I just know he was wilding out. Well, he said, don't trust any fleshers. What? <laughs> don't trust any flesh. I don't know. What? Oh, Jesus what? Christ. I don't know. Another thing, too. This dude has no picture up. Nobody knows what he looks like. Like, how you think somebody gonna fall in love with you? You know, having any clue what the fuck you look like? <laughs> like, oh my god! What the fuck, people? I don't know. I don't understand it sometimes. Don't touch the fleshers. <laughs> This is going to be a very short episode because, oh boy. Are we giving away the ending or no? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the Tank, which is an appropriate name because this fucking movie tanked all right. I thought it was super sad. The HBO thriller. Without the thrills. Yeah, no thrills. Like, oh god, who was in this movie? Um, I don't know their names. I didn't recognize any of them. Oh, I did I, recognize I, the guy. Uh, I recognize two of the guys. The rest of them are just unknown. One was the the security. I mean, not the security. Yeah, no, the um prison guard from Orange Is the New Black, the big guy. What happened to you? You're like this Piscatella, huh? What were we, the uh, pet-killing scourge of the cul-de-sac? Make you stop. He doesn't speak human. Now that is right, Stalina. Because I discovered a long time ago that actions speak a whole lot louder than words. Oh. The one who got who one who got shot in the face with the pepper gun. The pe- I mean, uh, the the beanbag gun died. Was it a beanbag gun? Or was it a tear spray? It was a beanbag gun, right? I remember how he died. I do remember him before he died. I stopped watching Orange is the New Black. Yeah, it was the um, yeah, the big guy from Orange is the New Black. And the black guy from Dexter. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I never watched Dexter. Oh, I did recognize one of the females. I forgot from where, but she's always... That mom role. I rec- the one with the red hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, I recognize her too, but I wasn't sure if it was she just looked familiar or <coughs> if she was actually I'm not gonna look up their names. I don't feel like it right now. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, uh, I, I think they'll be happy that I didn't mention their names for this. Hmm. This movie was written and directed by Kelly Madison, who was known for other feature-length films, such as Dear Mr. Gracie. And that's it. She has a lot of shorts, but this would be her second feature-length film. Dear Mr. Gracie was in 2010. and uh, Yeah, 2010. Never seen it. None of us saw it either. But if it's anything like this movie, I definitely don't want to see it. I'm assuming it's about John Wayne Gracie. But who knows?
so the movie starts out with uh, home video footage introducing a crew of astronauts. Then afterwards, it cuts to a trial <laughs> mm-hmm. where the leaders of a space program are on trial because almost all of those astronauts are now dead. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. So it turns out these guys were doing a a type of program where they simulated living, what was it, a a year, right? Uh, On Mars, like what it would be like on Mars. It was a, a year though, right? It was over a year. It was 470 days. That was the plan. Okay, so about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So a year and a half, right? And it's supposed to live in a space station. I'm telling you, this is going to be really short because most of this movie is talking. Lots and lots of talking. I get the feeling... <clears throat> I get the feeling she was trying to do that alien atmosphere... You saw, you remember the original Aliens, right? Because that do. was a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing interesting being said or done here. Nothing. You would be interested in something for like a snippet, and then it would go on too long. You just stop caring and stop paying attention. This was for everything that was interesting in this movie up until halfway through the third act. Not good! Very bad! Yes! Oh, this is bad! So, there was two women and four men, right? One, two, three, One, four. Two. Yeah, two women and four men. Yep. No, five. Five men. The commander, the, the black commander, guy. Black guy, the big guy, and the Thomas. geologist guy. Yeah, Thomas. Oh. That was it. Four oh, guys. Four, two, yeah. yeah, it was six of them. Four guys and two women. So things are going smoothly for a while. You find out interesting things about the crew that just get real boring real fast. <laughs> like the black guy, all of a sudden, I guess he survived that explosion on Dexter and found Jesus because now he's super religious. <laughs> oh my gosh. And at first, it just seems like a quirk, but then it starts to get really creepy after a while. Right. Oh my God. Ask for, I'm like, I have. I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. You never just, just, trust the religious nut. Like, <laughs> ne- I'm like, ah, fuck. As soon as we got to, you know, at first, yeah, it was a quirk. I'm like, okay, individual traits. And then when he got really snippy at him, like, do you mind? Yeah, it was kind of. He, he, it was just kind of. Let me say something about Harry Potter. Warlocks are enemies of God. And I don't care what kind of hero they are. They're an enemy of God. And had it been in the Old Testament, Harry Potter would have been put to death. Then you had the big guy who, I don't know what his purple power is. Ex-Marine. Jarhead, I guess his personality was. It was really weird. Yeah. Because it was like, it was like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they were going for. (laughs) He was just, we'll just say meathead and call it a day. He didn't seem like a meathead, but he acted like a meathead. I don't know what she was going for. Um, yeah, then you had the, the woman, you know, I don't remember any of these people's jobs, <laughs> uh, but you had the woman who, who was the family, the family one. She was the captain. Like a, the plant one. She does plants. 
Oh, no, I was talking she's her personality, well, her character. Her oh, character is yeah, the, yeah. the the family person. She's the one who has the family back home, husband, two kids. Then you had the captain, who was the one who who lost his family. Had nothing, nothing. Terrible. The tragic one, Terrible. the tragic captain. Yes. And then you had Thomas, who was who was the oddball. And you had you had the doctor, who was the other female, who had no personality. Like I don't know what her character was supposed to be. I have no idea what her personality was whatsoever. I don't know who she had back home. I know absolutely nothing about her. I don't even think they said anything about her. No, I don't think so. I don't remember anything about her home life being told. Then again, I might have fallen asleep or zoned out because they talk so fucking much. So everything is going smoothly for a while. And then the power gets shut off. And suddenly, out of nowhere, everybody starts losing their damn mind. <laughs> the black guy gets in a fight with... with Jarhead. The Jarhead. Thomas has a seizure. <laughs> I don't know. The captain started zoning out or something. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes. Volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. It was weird. It was very, very weird. It just, it just went, it just escalated to like zero to 60 in like three seconds. And it was all a test. It was all a test to see how they would act under strenuous conditions. Which you would obviously think they would do anyway, but apparently these dummies never thought of that. You're always this stupid idiot. You take lessons. I took lessons. Like, you know at some point they're going to test you on stress levels. The other thing about this was this... They're, oh, wait, I didn't describe this properly, did I? They put them in this... um. Jesus Christ, I'm trying to get through this so fast. I'm not doing this right. <laughs> it was called the tank. I guess we'll call it a space station. This this mini space station. They call it the tank. That's hence the name of a movie. But it's it's like a uh, yeah, it's like a mini it's like a space station. Like what like like you know like you saw in the Martian. It's right. one of those things. Except they put it on I don't know why the fuck they did this. They built it in like fucking Antarctica or something. I'm like yeah, why can't you yeah. why can't you build that in your backyard? Right. Instead of all the way in Antarctica, where, like, if something goes wrong... Which it does! That's the thing! That's the first thing I thought of when it went wrong. I'm like, how the fuck would you build this all the way up there anyway? Why don't you just build it in your backyard? It's not like they're really going to Mars. The thing is... The thing is, uh... It's like, I didn't understand that at all. So yeah, they're in this tank thing. They turn the power off, and it's all at the chest stress levels, and blah blah blah. This was like maybe halfway through the through this experiment. That was pretty much the beginning of the end of any type of sanity going on. Because after that part, the black guy really starts flipping out. Can Star Wars figures be demonic? Yes, they can. And the Smurfs can be demonic. Oh yes. If you look at the face of Papa Smurf, you'll see Stalin. Like, he starts talking to himself. <laughs> and not the normal talking to yourself. He was talking to someone who wasn't there. 
And I don't know if it was Jesus or not. <laughs> but if it was Jesus, I don't think you should be arguing with that man. Right. The jarheads having sex with the doctor, and he always orgasms first and never finishes her off, and she gets pissed about it. And later on, he trips over a rock because they had this simulated area where they go pick up fake Martians rocks. He trips over a rock and instantly gets a fucking infection. Yeah, what the heck was that? Like a giant wart? It looked like one of those like fake warts from the Amanda <laughs> show skit, like from a kid's skit show. I'm like, what is that? And he didn't have the balls enough apparently, to doctor. Apparently. Apparently, if you cut your leg in a spacesuit, it instantly gets infected. Of course. Don't you know anything about science? That made no sense. I'm like, what? I thought... When, <laughs> like, when there was white puzzle. <laughs> like, it literally looked like a fake thing from a, a kid's skit show, like a fake wart or something. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> And, and he point, literally got that wound no longer than 30 minutes ago. Right. I'm like, and I was confused because I'm like, wait, was this there before? That's why he tripped? Or he tripped and it caused this? Like, and I'm like, okay, is this a twist? Is there like an alien life form in that that thing? That's going to puss out and take over the ship? That's what I thought at a point. Oh, I started cracking up. I'm like, What? And you and it, it it was literally no less than thirty minutes because as soon as he trips on this rock, she picks him up, the the plant lady picks him up and carries him back to the door to take him. So between the carrying him over there and him taking off the say suit, it was no more than thirty minutes, <laughs> and his his ankle was instantly infected. And just like Robin said, this dumbass <laughs> refuses to go see the doctor about. It. Like, are you that ashamed? Your pride. You rather lose your fuck. Like, it made no sense at that, all. It made absolutely no sense. I literally made no sense. You can see this infection on your leg. And you don't want to see the doctor because she's mad at you for not giving her an orgasm. Word, why don't you just kind of ling or something? Like, if if you can't I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Being that she's the only doctor in this sealed environment, if he goes to her, she will put aside her differences <laughs> and take care of his leg. There might be a little more pain than usual, <laughs> but at least you'll have your wound dressed. Now you tell me! Fucking ridiculous. Uh, and then, of course, we have the captain and the family woman. They make out because it had to be those two because one lost their family. The other one misses their family. They're both feeling that, that sense of loss. So naturally, they're going to kiss each other. That makes sense. As they say, because we're human. And someone in the building is spying on everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was something. There was this one thing. This is before we got to all this other stuff. 
Thomas's, and I bring this up because I just realized this. Thomas's, three of Thomas's chocolate bars ended up missing, and no one admitted to taking it. No one knew what happened to it. Everyone denied taking it, and that mystery was never solved. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted that to be addressed. I want to know who ate the Snickers and who was lying. I feel like that's Thomas what I'm saying. I don't know. I I, I, I thought maybe Thomas was lying to get extra bars. I don't know, but that was never addressed again. <laughs> and I'm very pissed that that was never addressed again because I want to know who the fuck was taking the extra candy bars. And honestly, that I feel like that I feel like that candy bar scene thievery or whatever that was, was like the beginning of the, the end for them, honestly. Because then after that... Not okay, even that. You're taking my chocolate. Not even that. That was the most interesting thing that happened. Because <laughs> I'm still wondering who the yeah, fuck was taking the candy bars. <laughs> and why? Because that's when they started to not trust each other. I'm like, who took it? Like, I really wanted to know. Like, who took the candy bar from the cookie? <laughs> that was the most interesting thing of this movie. Who the fuck was taking the candy bars? I still want to know who the fuck was taking the candy bars. And I will never know. It was never addressed again. I thought that was going to lead to something. Maybe someone was a kleptomaniac. Just randomly someone was taking extra candy bars for no reason. This is bad. This is very, Stephen very a. bad. So then it's like the day before. No, it's the day of. The day all the doors are supposed to open. Dude, before you go into that, like there was actually a typo in the... Because like as they go throughout the days, it's like a time long. It'd be like the, uh, December 1st. 2000 and they give you how many days are left there was a typo <laughs> and i had to go back and rewind like three times like wait am i reading the dates right you were, you so, were clearly more invested than i was because i didn't even notice the dates <laughs> i remember the dates right, flashing but i don't remember i don't remember them i'm like isn't someone here to check that because august 6th right that was the day that they were i don't to even leave, know right? that's how uninterested right. i was so in I this movie and look right so three days before it still said august 6th three days before when luke the crazy religious black guy like sat at the monitor i thought he was messing with something but no and then it says three days later august 6th the same i'm like wait i don't know so clearly whoever was uh, doing the edits wasn't invested in it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. <laughs> I says, I remember them flashing up. But as far as which numbers, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I was so uninterested. And now that I think about it, I do remember at some point the storm going outside, but I wasn't paying attention either until just now. I do remember seeing the snow before they said there was a storm. But anyway, right? Before we get to that. Mm -hmm. So, doors are supposed to open, and here comes Crazy Charlie. We've seen midgets grow. We've seen arms and legs that stop growing because of growth cells that stop. Mandarabasata. I don't make this stuff up. With the homemade shotgun. <laughs> Which he made in his workshop using pipes, nails, and I don't know, <laughs> air pressure or something. 
Nobody bothered checking what this man was making. Right. And when she went to the captain, yo, that's what blew me too. It's funny. In my notes, all I kept saying next to Luke's name, the crazy religious guy, sus, sus, don't trust him, don't trust him, religious nut, nut, nut. Um, she should have said he was doing something like, you know what I mean? If he's talking to himself, you need to go talk to him. Like she did say something. She it's did just, say you something. Think, you think someone will go right away and just... check to see what this man is making. Especially right. since no one asked him to make right. anything. So, yeah. And then he ends up shooting. Oh, he tells them that they're, first of all, he's completely nuts. So. He's talking to somebody who's not there. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigga. Tell me he didn't just say that. He's telling them that they're really on Mars and the doors aren't going to open. They lied to them. Then all of a sudden, everybody's a liar. I'm just getting into a prophetic vein. He shoots. He shoots. Um, the family lady. Yeah, the family lady. He shoots the family lady. Not by accident, but not on purpose either. <laughs> he tells them to take another step. Someone's going to get shot. He just pulls the trigger. Someone gets shot. Then he takes, he lets the he lets the medic go get the doctor's bag and, and patch her up so she wouldn't die. Then he takes uh, the three guys to Thomas's room where we find out Thomas is gay and has been spying on the captain and and the jarhead, which causes Thomas to run. Why didn't Ogre go with them? Uh, which part? What the hell happened to Ogre? When Thomas ran, what the hell happened when to Thomas Ogre? When Thomas ran, um, the captain ran after Thomas. Yeah, and then what, the, what happened to Ogre? He stayed behind. He went back. He went back um, to the lady that got shot. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. So Ogre went back to, to home, the, the, the two women. Yeah, and the captain chases, what's his name down? I don't know why the fuck this guy started running. I, I don't... I, <laughs> A drama scene. That like, made no sense. All of a sudden, he just freaks out because they find out he's gay, and he just runs off. No, somewhere. I remember he was always gay. He had a gay husband or our lover who hugged him goodbye before they went on the ship. Thing. So then, the why the hell did he run away? I thought right. I thought no one knew I, he was gay. Dude, I think he ran because of the guilt of the candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to find the candy bars in there, too. They find his diary. I don't care what his diary says. It should be the candy wrappers. That would have been what like, I wanted oh, to see. I would have been hella excited for that. That's what I'm saying. I thought they were going to find the candy bar wrappers. Find the holes in the walls where he was spying on the, on the captain and Jarhead. Because he but was attracted to them. No, yeah. Who cares? Like, if they are, if you already know, if people already know you're gay, who cares? I mean, it is an invasion of privacy at all, but Jesus Christ, that's not enough to go running off. Like, this is the guilt of the candy bars, I'm telling you. He's, he got paranoid because of what he did. He ate those candy bars. He just wanted to cause drama because he was bored. 
So then he runs in the bathroom and has a seizure and dies. Oh, that's what happened. I had to rewind it. I had to rewind it four times to figure it out. I thought he committed suicide at first. Yeah, me too. I'm like, wait, what the hell just happened? Like, And then I realized that the banging was him thrashing around. And then I thought he was just like freaking out at first. And I thought he tried to commit a suicide. It was and- very confusing. And then finally, after the fourth time, I was like, okay, he had a seizure in there and he died. That makes so much sense. And you know, honestly, that's once again the captain who wanted to be nice didn't tell. But you should have phoned HQ immediately after that. Well, it wasn't going to help. You're it right. They, help. There they were still locked in there. Guy, yeah, wasn't going to do shit. So then were, the guilt takes uh-huh. over a preacher guy and shoots himself in the head. Hey, Scotty. Jesus, man. The doctor runs off somewhere on her own and disappears. He, she literally left that lady bleeding on the floor. Right. I'm like, aren't you a and doctor? Aren't you disappeared. made for high stress situations? Yeah, she just took off and left her there. I thought she died. I honestly thought she died when the doctor started backing up. I thought the right, woman died. I did too. I'm like... And then when I saw she was still alive, I'm just like, she just left her? So And it literally disappeared. They could not find her anywhere. Why she was hiding, I don't know. Like, if the safe people are looking for you and you hear them calling your name, clearly it's safe to come out. So oh so then they they go through they what the fuck man <laughs> they check they check their messages and find a message that came in two days ago three three days that's what Luke saw that made him really go off the hinge we are an army Christ take these prophecies and do what the apostle Paul said and make war with them. Three days ago, that there's a storm outside, and they have to stay, like, another 14 weeks, was it? I think, uh, two to four weeks. Two to four weeks. You sure it was two to four weeks? Yeah, two to four weeks. I thought I could have sworn he said 14 weeks. So I, was, <laughs> I was like, damn, they gotta stay another, they gotta, that's a long time to stay. I remember hearing, I swore that he said 14 weeks. So two of them to stay another two to four weeks. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, damn, that's a long time out to stay for us plan B. <laughs> All right, so two to four weeks, they would have to stay there another two to four weeks. And I'm sitting there like, don't nobody check messages every fucking day? <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I check my messages on my phone before I get out of bed. You mean to tell me mm-hmm. there's people that check message in three days? <laughs> I should say only one person checked the messages in three days. Like, what the fuck? Oh. So, now they're stuck there. And the weather gets so... Right. 
He was going to say, well, because what? Yeah, they're stuck there. The weather gets so bad that the storm knocks the whole tank over. Oh, I thought you said they were stuck there all because of something. That cunt director. Oh, this is why they're on trial by the government because they shouldn't have had this program to begin with. They were so right. eager to get the to keep their funding that they came up with this program on the fly and didn't do any of the proper safety precautions. Right. Which is how they got into this mess. So yeah, like like Robin said, the, the weather gets so bad it flips the damn tank over. Not only does it flip it over, that's another thing too. Why the fuck did they build it on a fucking cliff? Yeah, I was so confused. I'm like, isn't this like? Doesn't this weigh like? They how built it in Antarctica, on the edge of a fucking cliff. No sense. None of this location makes any sense. Could have done it in Alaska, you know, like they could have done it in the backyard. They made it. So it's in the backyard of NASA. It's all desert back there anyway. There's plenty of space. Oh, they wouldn't have had this problem. Nope. So now the thing is upside down. The uh, the family woman dies. I don't even. I don't even know any of these people's names. But I don't know any of these characters' names. <laughs> don't care. I wrote down I didn't get her name. And what's his name is really fucked up from his leg now. Because mind you, this has been a while since his leg's been infected. A long months. while. It's been months. At this point, he's got blood poisoning. His leg is septic, and it has to be amputated from the knee down, like below the knee, from the, his shin, from his shin. His entire shin has to be amputated. Mind you, this started at his ankle. Dumbass. From and you know what? August. This is when the movie starts getting interesting. <laughs> This is when there is actual tension. Like, the conversation makes it tense. Their body language makes it tense. Like, at this point, I honestly became interested. The problem is, it's 15 minutes out of hour and a half movie. Oh, we didn't even, uh... So the family lady, she didn't even just die from her wounds. Because the, the tank didn't just flip over once. It flipped over how many times? Like, what, three times? I don't know. It flipped over a lot, though. It yeah, might have been I mean, more so than that. She got her head, like, knocked it, like, she had, knocked. She, she, I got her, her neck broke. Yeah, she got right. A, she had her neck broke. So then while, you know, they're trying to survive. She does dead. So they do the amputation. And I'm telling you, man, yeah. this, this was tense. I was like, I was on the edge of my seat. And then I when they know. did it, I was like, oh. Right? I, I, I was going to look away, but I'm like, oh my gosh, how's he going to do this? So, like, so, uh, I don't even need notes for this, because I remember these in detail. This is how good this was. But it's 15 minutes out of a fucking hour and a half movie. So, he amputates his leg. I'm getting comfortable now. He amputates his <laughs> leg, right? But it's it's cold. So, they start freezing. And when these people... And, and my God, the acting at this part is amazing, because I felt like... I could feel his, my hands felt like they were cold, the way this man was moving. Cause I've been that cold where your hands are so stiff, you have to move them slowly, but you're trying to move them as fast as you can. I felt that he was doing that exactly the way your hand looks when you try to open and close it. And it's cold. 
and you can't feel your hands and you can barely move them. I've been in that type of cold, man. So I was feeling it. I was getting chills. I'm like, damn. He decides to go get the spacesuits. And he is so cold, he is moving like a sloth. <laughs> like, like a sloth with a 50-pound backpack on. That's how slow he is. Then he's dragging the one of the, he gets one of the spacesuits. He starts dragging it back. And that's mm-hmm. a struggle. Meanwhile, this whole time, he's talking to, to Jarhead. And every time he talks to Jarhead and they pan over to him, I'm like, yo, that man's dead. Yo, me too. I'm like, yo, is he dead? Is he breathing? I'm like, every time, every time, I'm like, yo, that man's dead. He gonna bring, he gonna bring both those spacesuits back. And then he gonna go try to put it on that man. That man gonna be dead. That man is dead. He is blue. So he drags one of the spacesuits back, falls asleep again because he's so cold. And then when he wakes up to go to the second space food, I'm like, yo, his friend is dead. This is really, really fucked up. So every time he looks at this man, I'm saying he's dead. And when he woke up, I was like, yo, he's going to come back. This man, going, he's going to try to put the space suit on him. He's going to tap him and he's going to feel his pulse. He's going to find out he's dead. It's going to be really fucked up because this whole time he's talking to a dead man. <laughs> and he's going to feel really guilty because he fell asleep. When he got the first spacesuit back, he's going to think he slept way too long. And that's why I'm like, this is fucked up. So then he goes back for the second spacesuit and he sees it hanging from the ceiling, but it's not like hanging like it's empty. So he loosens the wire that it's hanging off of and it falls down and it's the doctor. She was in the spacesuit. Oh, you got to be shitting me. I don't understand why this woman... Was hiding in the spacesuit for days. Mm-hmm. Was it? Or it was like a day. Was it the same day it got flipped over? Or was it like a day or two later? Uh, uh, maybe like a a few hours or a day later. Cause they still couldn't find her. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if it was the same day the thing got flipped over. It might have been. But yeah, she was. She was. She died. Her head was cracked open inside the suit. That was crazy. So yeah, he. They didn't show it, but he takes the suit off of her, drags it back. And Meathead actually was alive. <laughs> Thought he was dead, but he was actually alive. He was alive. So they're there. They have a heart-to-heart conversation, which is interesting. Kind of don't remember it, but it was interesting. It was heartfelt. And then Jock starts dying. Meathead starts dying. And then the captain sees his daughter. She tells him it's not his time yet. And right after that, he's rescued. And that's yeah. how the movie ends. Fucking bullshit! I wish the rest of the first hour and 15 minutes was as interesting as the end. The end was done great. Amazing. I really felt that. I'm like, wow, shit. But the rest of the movie was shit. Nothing, like I said, something would get you interested for like a hot minute and then it would just drag on and you just stop caring you would forget what they were even talking about because it would just drone on and then there was the useless conversation that was supposed to show camaraderie and how these characters interact but it was just so uninteresting just so uninteresting it didn't have I, i don't know what it was a lot of people try to do they try to repeat that same tension that alien had and mm-hmm. for some reason, they just can't. It's just not the same. There was something about the way Sorsese did that movie where you can have 
as much talking in that movie as it did, and it was felt tense the entire way through. Maybe it was, maybe it was the actors, maybe it was the story, maybe it was <coughs> the little arcs, but whatever it was, you was never bored listening to them talk. There was always something interesting. I think it was, it was always giving important information. Yeah, they was always giving important information when they talked, which is why mm-hmm. you stayed interested. But here, everything was just either partly interesting and then became uninteresting or just was uninteresting to begin with. <sighs> so that was the tank. And it tanked. It tanked bad. I think it was just, at the end of the movie, I was just like, damn. That sucked. <laughs> I knew he was going to get rescued. I knew he was going to get rescued. And you know, the, the one who has nothing to live for. Yeah, I knew he was going to be the one who survived. That's crazy. His daughter died. I, I still, what, she drowned? Yeah, she drowned and he wasn't there. And then his wife killed herself? Yeah. Because of that? I'm like, damn, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, he had a... They fucked it. <laughs> that writer just, uh... They gave him the worst life he could possibly have. Right. Yeah. Got nothing left to say about that. Mm-hmm. So, Robin, what's in the news? Yum, 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 yum. Breaking news. In the news today, well, this is pre-recorded and everything but today is daylight savings Ooh, suck you know i hate daylight savings yeah i used to love it as a kid but now that i'm older losing an hour of sleep i'm like damn it yeah that screwed me over today because i went to bed early last night so i can get up and do some editing and i was supposed (laughs) to get up at three and i forgot it was daylight savings time i got up at four i'm like son of a bitch (laughs) lost a goddamn hour Right, I'm like, gosh, this isn't fun. I love ga- I love gaining an hour of sleep just to. Mm. But <laughs> I bring this up because uh, senators are trying to introduce a bill to make daylight savings time permanent. The Sunshine Sunshine Protection Act, proposed by Senator Marco, whatever his name is, calls for not falling back in November and instead enjoying daylight savings year round. A group of bipartisan senators is reintroducing a bill that would make daylight savings time permanent. In the U.S., most states observe daylight savings for eight months. The Sunshine Protection Act, proposed by the Republican, call, the Republican calls for not falling back in November and enjoying it all year round. The Whatever, call to man. En- <laughs> Whatever. Just, just, just as long as we don't have to switch the times, I don't care. <laughs> Yes. What they're saying is, oh, it will reduce car accidents and help reduce seasonal depression. I don't care. I don't care. I just hate changing the time. Just pick one and just leave it. That That's all I ask. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what their reason is. Just get rid of it. Pick a time, either what we have now or just fall back into the last time. Just, just I'm tired of switching times. I stopped right. using daylight. I stopped. Like, I started ignoring daylight savings times. I started ignoring daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. I will, I will okay. not switch my clocks. Another article here. World's first space hotel is scheduled to open in 2027. 
So they are really serious about it. Yeah, they were serious about those foldable TVs. <laughs> it literally looks like uh, the prototype image looks just like something from an anime show, okay? I'm, I, I don't even care about this story anymore. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. A California company releases plans for a cruise ship style hotel that could one day float above Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> oh wait, that's different. That's actually that's actually that that's a sustainable business. You want me? I'll send you the the image. Picture. That might be a sustainable business. Wait, is it going to stay up there? I'm a fucking moron. I'm known for. It. Yeah, so let me see. The station... I mean, you got space stations staying up there, so... Exactly. It's just getting back and forth is... I don't know. <laughs> so it would be composed... Of, like, the concept is composed of 24 mo- uh, module connected by elevator shafts that would make up a rotating wheel orbiting the Earth. Yeah, no, that's not a sustainable business either. <clears throat> you still got to get people up and down. Yeah, but the SpaceX, um, remember we were talking about that? Yeah. The SpaceX program, they might conjoin and they might help um, get the Voyager station off the ground. That's probably what they would use to get people there, potentially, because they want to work with them. And yeah, but you looking- still have to get people there. It's still too expensive to get people up there. Right. So how it's looking, if uh, the passenger ticket would be... $250,000 per person per trip. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. This is going to be a colossal hmm. thing. Mostly star stuff. At least it's not the government doing <laughs> this shit. Right, it's just rich people. A rare meteorite that fell on a UK driveway may contain ingredients for life. Some sci-fi movie making right there. What? Uh, fire... Huh? I said what? It made what? A rare meteorite that fell on a UK driveway may contain ingredients for life. Ingredients for life? Yes. What does that mean? (laughs) So, it lit up the sky in the UK in February, and it was a rare type of meteorite. Fragments of the rock uh, was discovered on a driveway. It's a really small piece of rock. The substance that was found in the rock contains some of the most primitive and pristine material in the solar system and has been known to contain organic material and amino acids, the ingredients for life. That's what they mean. I kind of figured that. Yeah. I'm like, it's pretty interesting. You know, sometimes you walk out, you think the rock's in your driveway. Uh, That was just a click and bait. I mean, bait and click. Next one. That's interesting. It's the baiting. That's, That's just baiting. a baiting clip. A bait and clip. Whatever. Bait and click. CNN got me with it. That's fascinating. Yeah, that was just a bait and click. <laughs> so it's like, it could contain life. It's, it contains amino acids. So does this planet. Next. Right. My farts contain something in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> amino acids. <laughs> Next. Um, it's actually, I didn't even have much in the news today. This is my last article. Vanessa Bryant wins case. Wait, no, Na- let's go back. Oh my God. He's going to blow. 
Why the fuck is that an amazing discovery? That our meteorite has amino acids on it. Why is that so amazing? I guess because it was such a rare meteorite that they rarely see. Why is it amazing that it has amino acids on it? Consider that it's amino acids is on this planet, and this planet started out as a a rock. (laughs) Maybe it's like a... It was a space rock. So it only makes sense that other space rocks have amino acids. It's a stupid article. Most primitive and pristine material in the solar system. That makes me think. Yeah, of, just um, like th- this space rock was. An infinity stone. <laughs> That's a stupid article. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> no. Like the, the, the like seriously, the scientists forget that this was a space rock before it was a planet with life. Oh my god, like, for people who are supposed to be smart, they're so dumb. What's the next article? (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa Bryant wins case to obtain names of deputies who allegedly took photos of the crash site. You know, back last year when her husband passed. Uh, I didn't even know what happened. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, like, um, when Kobe Bryant died, like, you know how they found out? Because deputies took pictures of the crash site and started sharing it. Like, yo, it, I think this is Colby's helicopter. That's wait, how wait, wait, wait. I thought you said Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Bryant. Oh, okay, Kobe okay, Bryant, okay. Right? I thought you said Vanessa mm-hmm. Williams. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't even know her husband died. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Kobe Bryant's wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I didn't the know na- about. Okay. Yeah. The names of the four um, Los Angeles County Sheriff Department deputies who allegedly took or shared grisly photos of the scenes of the helicopter crash will be released to his wife, Vanessa Bryant. I guess it's like closure for her because it's sad and everything. And they argue that hackers may attempt to seek out and gain access to the individual deputies' devices to locate any pictures and publish them. I mean, That's true, if they're already leaked... That's true. What? I wonder what other photos they might have. That's true because they might think that they might have more photos. Yeah. I didn't even know they they leaked photos out. That I didn't know. To their friends. That's how I think um, she didn't like that. And I think that's how they found out in the first place. That's not that's not unusual, though. No. That happens a lot. Uh, that just—it's not because it's Kobe Bryant. That happens uh, pretty much a lot of accidents. People take pictures and send it to someone they know. Like, look at this shit. This is crazy. Yeah, she wanted them to uh, be held accountable because at first the judge was like, "It's totally inconsistent with their position," and they deleted the photos. But she's like, "They should be held accountable for what they did because no one deserves that, and they shouldn't be left protected." I'm like that is true because who knows what other photos they might have on that. It's phone. true, but it should be it shouldn't go backwards because then you got to go everybody everyone who's done that in the past you got to go serve, do the same thing to them. That's true, true. You just like, at this point it should be enforced, but yeah, it's still at that because it's, the only reason it's a big news, like I said, this isn't something that's rare. This happens a lot. Only reason it's a problem now is because Kobe Bryant is a celebrity. That's the only reason why this topic is up. It's a lot of people, even in hospitals, they do it. Like, yo, look at this. This is nuts. It's just something humans like to do, like to share what they see. 
It's not even a malicious thing either. It's just they like to share what they see with other people. But yeah, it is it is kind of an invasion of privacy. So from forward from here forward, it should be enforced that you know people doing that they hold accountable. But you can't go in the past and hold everybody who's ever done that accountable. And it's not fair to just pull these pick these certain people out right now because a celebrity's wife is saying something about it. That's true. Yeah, I guess they could take an example and set the precedent. Yeah, start setting the precedents moving forward. Acknowledge that we acknowledge now that with that that doing that is wrong, and moving forward, you get held accountable for it. Because really, technically, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just an it's sort of an invasion of privacy. But really, taking a picture of an accident, showing it to someone is there's nothing wrong with that. People do it every day, whether they're working or not can't say because that person's working in an accident they can't take a picture but the guy standing on the corner who happens to see them working over there can it's not it's not fair that's true really true well i do want to add one more article is developing now i'm I'm saying not fair previously but if you said if you put it in the rule books moving forward then yeah i just had to clarify that yeah, I think that's what she wants. Like to set example, like don't do that, especially a deputy for deputies. Be surprised if people have co- collections of <coughs> picture wise. That's true, especially officers, like yeah. you know, people in positions like that. Yeah, but yeah, Ooh, no. At this point, forward moving. Here, this moving forward, they should. Uh, and it, it needs to be written down. They need to put it in the law books. This way, moving forward, doesn't happen again possibly costing those officers a career over something that wasn't illegal to do or even established as being frowned upon inside their handbooks and manuals by the um, police department. Yeah. Mm. Now you're just picking on them because your husband has to be happened to be a celebrity or they happen to take pictures of a celebrity who died. You got anything else? Um, developing story. Biden said he wants to see an investigation outcome when asked if Cuomo should resign because they've been asking Joe Biden, mind you, he just got into office, dude, if he wants Cuomo to resign. I'm like, you know, which is what you're supposed to say. <laughs> you right. don't go either way until you know the investigation yeah. is over. Until so some people stupid. are getting upset about his response. He's not stupid, because if he says if he says no, Cuomo should resign, and the investigation finds out that Cuomo's in the wrong, then he looks like an asshole. If he says no, he should stay. I mean, if he says yes, he should resign, and then find out Cuomo didn't do anything wrong, he looks like an asshole. Because these are allegations. So the best right. thing to do is say, "I'll wait until the investigation is done." Because I'll have all the facts available. And he had a lot to worry about. And a lot of people got mad at his response. I'm like, due process. Like, the fact that they're, yeah, like his response was the response of the response, I think. Yeah, of course it was. I guarantee most of those people were Republicans. Right. Republican, <laughs> Republican trunk supporters. Because they're trying to find anything. <laughs> to prove that they were right and Biden shouldn't be there. 
Right, but yet they had a pussy grabbing president. <laughs> Grab her in the pussy. Like I still don't understand what the fuck that means. Like what? I, like, what? By the balls, that makes sense. But grab, like, how does that make sense? Like, what? Grab that. Like blood. what? Your sexual insulting jokes don't make sense. Like, make it make. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, why did he say that? What was the conversation? I completely forgot. You just remember the end result of the conversation. I don't like, remember oh. if he was. Talking about being aggressive with women or or shutting them down. It's just like what I don't understand. All I know is I'm like, what? That makes I just remember it made no sense. That comment made absolutely no sense. I've never heard that phrase before. I don't know who uses that phrase. I don't know what the talk that was about. Just grab her in the pussy. Man, clearly he's been watching too many porn movies. Believes people really that, talk like that. Yeah. yeah, that literally just sounds like a, from a clip from the porno. You're right. Just grab him in the pussy. What? Oh. That's it? Yep, that's it. Oh, good. I get to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. Wow, this thing is, I think this is only an hour episode. That's what happens when 90% of the movie is boring conversation that's just not memorable. All right, well, that's it for tonight. Next week, the Snyder Cut. Forgot about that, didn't you? Dude, I, was that like a seven part thing? No, it's, uh, it's four parts, four parts. It's four hours, so it's an hour each part. So like and they're gonna break and it's, it up. Yeah, they just broke it up, but it's all there. It's, it's supposedly it's all supposed to air at the same time. It's not like like WandaVision. <laughs> because it re- it's a movie. They just broke it up into four parts, so you know if people don't have to sit through a four hour movie, which is cool. I appreciate that because fucking Lord of the Rings was brutal. It was good, but it was brutal. Like I said, I still haven't seen that since. Not the extended cuts. Yeah. So yeah, next week will be the Snyder cut. <laughs> uh, follow me on YouTube, Cinemastrophe, uh, comma, Don Periana, ship back up. Cinemastrophe spelled C-I-N-E-M-A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. Cinemastrophe. Follow me on Twitch, Twitter, at Don Periana 77. You follow the show on Facebook at Cinemastrophe. You can email us. I didn't check any emails. I need to check those emails. Email us any questions you have for us at domperion underscore v1 at yahoo.com. Uh, you can check out the website cinemastrophy.com. And finally, what the hell is the final one again? I don't even remember. I'm starting to wind down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even remember what the last one. Oh, yeah. If you watch it on YouTube... Uh, how do I forget this? If you watch, if you listen on YouTube, that means you're a week behind. But if you want to be up to date, you can catch us every Monday on your local podcast network at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or close to it. <laughs> It'll be there on Monday evening. Might not be exactly at 5 p.m., but I aim for 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Say good night, Robin. Good night. Buenas noches. Good night, everybody.